0: Right. Welcome to It's a Lock Podcast, Season Two, Episode Number Thirty-One. I'm your host, Big Bet Brent, and with me today is a special guest, Mac Daddy Betts. Mac Daddy Betts, welcome to It's a Lock Podcast. How you doing, man?
1: Hey, I'm pretty good, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate being on.
0: Yes. Th- thank you so much for joining. And this, these couple of episodes are going to be. The primer, the the 101, the entry college level class into men's college basketball as, you know, NFL, the Super Bowl closes out and March Madness is going to start here in what, like a couple of weeks, right? Conference tournaments and then March Madness starts, you know, middle yeah, end think, of March. Uh,
1: yeah, I think the I think the actually the first conference tournaments, I think they start next week, too. I think it's one of those awesome. lower level conferences. Yeah, they start. I think maybe I think it's Wednesday next week, maybe.
0: Awesome. So no time, I guess we all need to dry our tears that the NFL season is over and we can stop caring about where Aaron Rodgers is, what Mm -hmm. he's going to do. Um, So thanks again for joining us, Betts. You are the experts. I'm going to be picking your brain. So I hope that, uh, I hope you're fully caffeinated over there. Um, (laughs) We're coming at you from the Underdog Podcast Network. And we're just going to start right into it, um, talking a little bit about recent uh, recent news and, and games in uh, in the NCAA March uh, Men's Basketball Arena. And, and I want to start it off with Sunday, with uh, what was supposed to be kind of a quiet Sunday. I was watching some golf, which just tells you the lack of uh, of material content, you know, sports wise mm-hmm. on the television. Yep. But yep. Um, the, you know, clearly the, the headline from uh, this past Sunday: the Michigan Wolverines get the blown out by the wisconsin badgers uh the badgers were minus three on bovada sportsbook.com but they ended up crushing them uh 77 to 63 and there's a little bit of uh of antics of post-game uh shenanigans when in the handshake line the michigan head head coach juwan howard mm-hmm. um had yep. like an open-handed strike of one of the head coach uh the assistant coaches of wisconsin um so, I, Mac Daddy bets I want to start there with that and kind of get your thoughts. The uh, Juwan Howard got suspended for the rest of the regular season, which is about five games, and he got fined forty thousand dollars. And the Wisconsin head coach Greg Gard didn't get suspended, but he got ten thousand dollar fine. So, I want to get your thoughts on that whole situation. Like, do you think it was warranted? Who's right? Who's wrong? And uh, were the where the punishments appropriate?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean when you, I mean. Yeah, I know, I know emotions are high, especially in college basketball, you know, you want to, you want to, you know, you want to get the good seedings, you want to beat those teams, you know, especially against a rival, you know, conference game and stuff like that. But I mean, you can't be striking other people, other coaches and stuff like that. I think, uh, I, I think Howard had an incident like this. I think it was last year. I don't know if it was in their conference tourney or if it was, if it was just a conference game, but he had an incident like that, where I think maybe he shoved the guy or something like that. It, it was some kind of incident. I'm not really a hundred percent well-versed on it, but um, this is like his second incident. So, I mean, I think, I think, you know, you, you suspend him for the rest of the regular season. You know, I don't think, uh, I I mean, you, you gotta, you gotta find the guy too. Um, and I, I'm not sure exactly what, you know, what happened, but you know, emotions are high and uh, you know, I think, I think the, I think everything was warranted in that fact. And I think if you're Michigan, I think, you know, you give them one more shot maybe. And if it's like, if it happens again, then I think maybe you let them go.
0: But. So so think, do you yeah. think, I was going to say, so, so they, I, I, I find it peculiar, like the wording, depending on how you look at it, it's like, wow, suspended them for the rest of the season. um mm-hmm. But of course, you know, we're talking like conference tournaments and March madness right. where mm-hmm. I guess, for for the casual better that's just translating over from you know NFL such as myself what what does the March Madness picture look like for the Michigan Wolverines like do they have a chance like is it like do they have to do really well in the conference tournament or I've heard that it's somewhat of a, of a disappointment for them so far but what's their what's what do you see for them
1: Yeah, I uh... man, Michigan's tough. I mean, they're they're a good team. I mean, they're they're a pretty decent team. But I, I really do think they need to have a good conference tourney if they if they want to get to the tournament. Just because there's going to be a lot of those mid major teams, those good mid major teams that maybe don't even win their tourney. You know, like a, you know a team like a Northern Iowa gets in. You know, and then stuff like that. So some of them mid major teams, okay. and then you got them bubble teams like Michigan. They won't they won't get in unless they win their conference tourney
0: okay so michigan did the 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 maximum amount of punishment on juan howard but still leaving it open for the conference tournament for him to come mm-hmm. back and coach so they could still make march madness yes mm-hmm. yeah and
1: i I just uh i don't know it's going to be a, it's going to be a uphill uphill battle for michigan for sure but
0: you know, you mentioned that uh, Juwan Howard had a pass incident where he, uh, you know, got into some, uh, you know, s- some physicality with another coach. Did you see that? I think it was Barstool that found this. I forget how long ago it was, but like an exact replica, but the shoe was on the other foot where like Michigan was up by double digits, like 15 or something with less than 30 seconds. And Michigan called a timeout. Did you see that?
1: I actually did not. No. Um, so you- this just like
0: it's almost like complete hypocrisy where like, you know, Juwan Howard gets super pissed off for them mm-hmm. calling a timeout, but yet they dug up a situation where they were well, up by the same
1: exact thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So, yeah. At the end, mm-hmm.
0: at the end of the day, you got to have the coaches, you know, they're the head coaches. They're the ones that are supposed to have, you know, the cooler heads and, uh, exactly. you know, just lead the, by
1: example, you know, exactly.
0: Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I think uh, forty thousand dollars sounds like a lot. But these head coaches are dropping the bucket, so um, seems like Michigan Wolverines mm-hmm. uh, they're uh, they're walking that fine line. So
1: yeah, uh, I guess we we'll have definitely. to see how that
0: plays out. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about a game uh, just last night, Tuesday night, the Villanova Wildcats, eight seed, in the in UConn mm-hmm. taking on the Huskies. This line closed at two and a half. Uh, Huskies were favored on Bovada, and the over/under was 137. And I heard the line had kind of crept up over the course of you know the day or two before. And so I mm-hmm. was unfor—I think both of us were unfortunate yep. enough to have caught it at Huskies minus 2.5 because they won by I'm two. Terrible. <laughs> you want to you want you want to walk us through those last couple of sequences, oh, uh, particularly I mean, the ending yeah. there.
1: Yeah, well, um, I mean, I mean, they got, they got lucky because I think, uh, I think that was a block at the end there. I think, I think uh, Nova Uh should have went to the line in the first place. I mean, I was happy with, you know, I was happy with the offensive foul call, you know, and for them to even, you know, be able to have free throws that late in the game to even have a shot to cover that was just even, even a blessing. I know we, I know we lost that, but I mean, I don't agree with him missing that second free throw. I mean, because even if he makes that free throw, Nova's not going to get a Nova's not going to get a shot out with. I think there was point two seconds left, point three seconds, yeah. something like that. But I mean, yeah, it's it's a tough beat, you know. Especially um, UConn. I think they were up. I think they were up like seven with like three minutes left in the game, or something like that. It was something like that. And
0: yeah, I did see the uh, the Huskies scored six straight down the stretch to win by two. They snapped Villanova's mm-hmm. five-game winning streak, extended their win streak to four. And like you mentioned, they had uh, they had an opportunity. They had two shots up by one, made the first one to go up by two. So, like, mm-hmm. half of the sports betting country is pushing right. or happy. Pushing, yep. And then the other mm-hmm. half of us need him to make that yep. last one. And he just, yep. like, freaking sh- – he just, like, sh- throws a dart just to try and, like, yeah. end the game, which – I I yeah. see what you're saying. Like point two seconds, what are the odds they're going to score? I I I don't blame him for doing that, except for the fact that he cost me money. So Matt Daddy mm-hmm. bets. I figure both of us will be writing some handwritten letters and sending them <laughs> over uh, to exactly. the Huskies because yep. we want our money back. I mean that that, oh, that should have been absolutely. a cover.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's a hundred percent should be a cover. I mean, if the guy's just gonna, if he's if he if he misses it, you know, so what? I can live with that. But I it, he definitely missed that on purpose. <laughs> It's a, it's a tough beat, especially when you got the kind of money I had on it, probably you had on it as well.
0: Well, I, I, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, 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 starting out in the shallow end. So I'll, uh, I'll be able to keep the lights on, but, uh, either way, it's definitely frustrating to, uh, to start my, uh, college basketball sports betting, you know, I guess season mm-hmm. off with a couple of losses. I had, I tailed your bets um yeah i guess is mac Daddy bets why don't you tell us you you've got a twitter handle and you post free picks i think you've got a, a discord as well why don't you do a quick plug tell everybody where we can all find you
1: yes Um. actually on i'm on twitter at mac Daddy bets 13 um yeah free plays daily um i also i track all my bets they're on bet stamp um i have the links on my twitter twitter account um you know my dms are always open people are always messaging me and you know asking me questions and stuff like that. So if it's something, you know, I don't, you know, I don't cover on this podcast, you know, if anybody, anybody listening, they want to have some, you know, my DMs are always open, but yeah, that would be Mac daddy bets 13. That's on Twitter.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And so I had, uh, I think you were, you, you had been doing pretty well. And so yesterday I tailed a couple of your bets. Um, I think either the ones that I could, I got, I got on a little bit late. Anyway, of course, uh, the It's a Lock podcast, Kiss of Death, um, is still alive and well. Um, I, t- I took down both of your bets, so for that, I yep. apologize. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, nah,
1: it's a, it's okay, it's okay. But um, well, actually, both games were. I think the other game I had was uh, Boise minus one and a half, and they were up most of the game, and they just they just blew it at the end. Hmm. so tough Hmm. tough Hmm. beat on both of them we easily could have went two and oh but i mean that's that's the sports betting world you know you're not always gonna you're not always gonna come on top
0: you know i tell that to my girlfriend that we easily could have won all that stuff and uh she just kind of stares at me glassy-eyed and says but what Mm -hmm. actually happened so anyway we're gonna turn it around um so we're, 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 we're podcasting this. We're recording it right now on Wednesday. So there's three games I wanted to talk about. Um, one of them, maybe two of them have gone final. Um, the first one being uh, number seven, Duke at Virginia. The line closed on Bovada, Virginia underdogs. They're getting four and a half points at home. Over under was 130. Duke ended up winning this one 65 to 61. So they won, but they did not cover. Mac Daddy Betts, I'm curious if you saw any of that game what side you took, and uh, I guess, ha- how'd you do?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I actually got that number a little late. So I got it at five and a half, even though they okay. did cover. They did cover. I think they, yeah, what was the score? 65-61?
0: Yeah. Did you have Virginia or Duke?
1: I had Virginia plus five and okay, a
0: half. Okay, nice. Yeah. Nice. So, so you I got, got the cover to, I mean, there. It,
1: it was four and a half early and I was, uh, you know, a little hesitant on there, but Virginia always plays Duke really good. They beat them in the conference tourney. you know a few years back and stuff they usually always play duke well so virginia at home i mean they're not that great this year they're not they're having a down year but uh you know virginia i was i was thinking you know duke was gonna win but i mean five and a half that's just that's just too many points in my in my opinion
0: nice good call there next up xavier at number 11 providence i saw this one at providence favored by one and a half on Bovada over under 139.5. This game just went final. Providence squeaked out a one point win. So this is like the third Mm -hmm. time that a team has won, but not covered. Mack Daddy, Best, do you have any action on this game?
1: I actually did not take this game. I would have leaned Providence, which I would have lost because I would have had it minus one and a half. So I'm actually kind of glad I didn't take it, but it was just, it was a weird line to me because, um, I don't know. Providence, you know, Providence at home. I mean, Xavier's a good team. They're a good, they're a great team. I'm not saying anything about Xavier, but the fact that Providence was only minus one and a half, it it gave me a feeling like Vegas knew something, you know, like something was going to happen. So I kind of stayed away from that. That, That's kind of more of a line that you usually see within like the minus three and a half range because Providence, you know, on paper, they're the better team.
0: Yeah, that's that's an interesting point. I was I was going to ask that same question because Providence ranked number eleven in the nation. They're mm-hmm. twenty-two and three, twelve and two in the Big East. Xavier seventeen and nine, seven and eight in the Big East, unranked on the road. But Providence is only getting one and a half. Like, was there any big injury news, or is it just? really nothing. And you kind of smelled the yeah. fishy line and was smart enough yeah. to stay away. Yeah.
1: It, it was more just a fishy line. I don't think there was any, any injuries. Maybe there was a guy for Providence, you know, pending, but I didn't see anything personally when I looked at the game and it, you know, usually them bets that are too good to be true or just that too good to be true. And I'd usually try to stay away from those.
0: Excellent. Good, good tidbit that we're going to need to remember. All right. Last game, which is Currently underway. Looks like LSU is up thirteen to eleven. LSU on the road in Kentucky versus number six Kentucky. This line from what I can see on Bovada closing Kentucky seven point favorites over under 142. Magdaddy Betts, what is your take on this one?
1: Um yeah, I didn't I didn't take this today, this game. Um uh what was the line on that again?
0: I I'm showing Kentucky at home favored by
1: seven. Seven, yeah, uh, seven points is just too much for me in in, uh in that regards. Kentucky's a great team, and they 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 crushed Tennessee by like I think it was around 30 earlier in the year at home. So they -hmm. they 100% could cover that seven. I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and tell you they can't cover that. But LSU, they got a good D, you know. So I just think I just think Kentucky might have a little bit of trouble with them. You know, they have some length, they have some athleticism for LSU. Mm-hmm. So um I think you know Kentucky's a young team. They're they're a team that's always going to have them young players, you know. So I mean even though even though they're at home, but they're they're obviously a well-coached team, but I just I think Kentucky wins, but I think that's more around like, you know, three or four points maybe.
0: Okay. So I so I live in New Orleans, Louisiana, so LSU is clearly the big uh mm-hmm. big university here in the area. Is LSU what's their uh, what's their tournament projection look like? Are they do they need help in the conference tournament, or like, are they are they gonna make or like gonna miss March Madness? What what's mm. what's what's the future look like for them?
1: No, they'll they'll be they'll be there. They'll be there. SEC's SEC's a good a good conference. They'll they'll definitely be there. I think they were the last ranked team in college basketball. I mean, not the last ranked. Uh, they were the last uh, undefeated team. Okay. Yeah. So they were the last un, of the unbeaten of all of college. So everybody was real high on them, and actually early in the year I wasn't that high on them. And, um, hmm. just because I felt like they, they weren't that, they, you know, they were, they're a good team, but they're, you know, they can be beaten. And they were just, they were just manhandling everybody at the beginning of the year, even at the beginning of conference tourney, I mean, conference, um, play. And, um, okay. but they're, they're a team, they're a team that could that could do some damage in the, in the tournament. I I feel, uh, they have a good de- Like I said, they have a good defense. They have some athleticism and, um, yeah, but they'll definitely be there in the tourney. I'm I'm not sure what uh Lenardi has them as as a seed right now, but regardless of how good they do in their in their conference tourney, I'm sure they'll be there.
0: Okay. In uh episode you know, part two of this, episode number thirty two, we're gonna talk a little bit about value picks in uh you know for for uh March Madness Champions, so we'll need to keep an eye and uh, make sure we check on LSU to see what their odds are. So Let's Definitely. take a look at the, th- the one Thursday night game between top 25 teams, and this is 22 Ohio State heading into number 15 Illinois, taking on the Fighting Illini. I'm showing the line on Bovada, minus six Illinois being the favorites there, over mm. under 140. MagDaddy Betts, what do, you see, uh, what do you see in this line, in this game, and what's, uh, what you taking?
1: That's tough. Um, I, really like, I really like Ohio State, but Illinois is at home they're playing they've been playing really good basketball as of late six and a half is it's probably right there um i would probably i'm probably not, wouldn't take that at this point if any if i had to lean anything it would probably be ohio state right now okay. but i'm gonna have to see you know probably i'll probably wake up in the morning i'll see what that line does you know it's it's all about line movement for me if that gets down to maybe you know if it gets maybe in the fives, maybe maybe I would maybe get towards Illinois, but I don't think it's I don't think it's going to get low enough for me to take Illinois or even touch that. Probably unless it maybe goes if, if it goes up to maybe like seven plus seven, maybe I would be on Ohio State.
0: Okay, so you're doing a little bit of like uh, you're not chasing steam; you're almost like doing the opposite. You, you mm-hmm. you're, you're looking for line moves to kind of bet the other way.
1: Exactly, exactly, and it's also I. I usually don't bet with the public. So if the public's on something, I'm usually on the opposite side of the public.
0: Nice. I like that. I like that angle. Okay. All right. Excellent. All right. Let's get to the Saturday slate. I'm showing four games. And Mac Daddy Bets, maybe you can help me out. I looked all over for look ahead lines. I couldn't find anything. So I don't know if they exist somewhere and you can help us. But um, absent that, it's going to be tough to make picks on these game unless you know you, you're uh you've got a model or something that can kind of make a guess at what the lines are and then we could take it from there but let's let's yeah, start with um, uh, number six yeah go ahead
1: no, no no go ahead
0: sorry i was gonna say number six kentucky heading into number 18 arkansas i don't have a line you have i guess we'll, let's just start with that do you have any idea on what the in general what the lines are going to be for saturday games or is it really like they don't know. Send them out for a reason.
1: Yeah, yeah. They they try to keep that hush hush. I'm sure they. I think the lines based on you know past performances and things like that and how they play. I right now looking at that, I'm not sure what the line would be. I'm sure Arkansas will probably be a slight favorite in that game. Um, okay. Depend especially if especially if LSU was able to get um, Kentucky tonight. I think if I, I think if LSU is able to get get them on the road. I think that's definitely going to be more of a favorite for Arkansas. But if, if Kentucky wins by, you know, if they cover, maybe they beat LSU by 13, maybe that's, maybe it's a lower line Saturday. But okay. as of right, as of right now, I would probably leave Kentucky because I think uh, Arkansas just, Arkansas just won on the road. So I was, and I was, um, I was more yeah they lost on the uh I mean they won on the road against Florida and Florida was winning that game pretty much the whole game and that was I didn't take that game myself but that was a game that I would have leaned Florida in that game and Arkansas pulled it out on the on the road so as of right now I'd probably lean Kentucky in that game depending on what the line is it it really all depends what comes down to what the line and if you know if you get if you get if i get kentucky you know plus four plus five i'm probably going to be all over kentucky second.
0: okay right now it, it looks like that may be at least at the moment um lsu is up 20 to 13 over kentucky um okay. tv timeout looks like midway through the first so mm. um that may help uh push that line a little bit more towards arkansas which would be good for uh good for betting kentucky
1: yep they're there is. Um, I, I always. I always say this to people. I always say co- in college basketball, for me personally, the first half doesn't mean a damn thing. <laughs> mm. I don't. I don't take. I don't take much into the first half because um, you. You know. You see home teams. They're up 20 and they lose by 10. You know. There's. I don't. When I'm. When I'm looking at a game or I'm watching a game, I'm. I'm not even paying attention to the first half. It all comes down to the second half for me.
0: Okay, I thought that uh, only the New York Knicks blew twenty point leads, but you're saying it happens in college too.
1: Oh, oh it happens a lot more than you think. <laughs> uh,
0: all right, let's move on to number three, Auburn, heading into number seventeen, Tennessee. Mac Daddy mm. bets. What do you see on this one?
1: Um, if I was if I was gonna take, uh, I would probably be I'm probably gonna be all over Tennessee, and okay. I, I I think Tennessee they're a good home team. They're, uh, they got a good D. That a lot of those SEC SEC teams, they have a lot of they. They all have good D's for the most part, and I just think I think Auburn's probably going to be a probably a probably a mid favorite in that in that one. You know, everybody's high on Auburn as they should be. Auburn's a very good team; they're very talented. But uh, as of right now, looking at that without you know knowing the line or whatever, I would be I'd be leaning. I'm going to be leaning Tennessee in that
0: game for sure. Okay, so it almost seems like you. Uh... You like fading the public, and mm-hmm. you also like kind of when when a team is zig, you like almost like zigging and zagging. Like when a team's doing good, you kind of like, hey, the the public is likely to favor them more. So I'm going to bet against exactly. them, try and get exactly. an, an extra point or two in value. Exactly.
1: Okay, especially especially if that line is saying like maybe Auburn's minus two and a half, and if I can get if I can get Tennessee as a home as a home dog, the public's going to be all over Auburn. You know. Now, maybe mm-hmm. not with the line, but they're gonna be killing the money line, you know. In Vegas they're always gonna get their money back. Hmm. So you just gotta you just gotta watch them lines and just see what's you know, see how see all the public bets. And I usually try to fade, you know, hey, you know, sometimes it sometimes it kills you. Sometimes the public has a great day, you know. I usually, I the time I usually though,
0: those, see, yeah. those lights in Vegas, there's a lot of them.
1: hmm exactly. But yeah, you usually see me on the side of the uh, <laughs> on the other side of the public for sure.
0: Do you have like a good website or program or something that can that tells you like uh public betting percentages like do you use like some on action network or
1: yeah i look i look on various websites there's not really one in particular that i use um you know i just uh i just i think there's a i think there's an app that i have it's um it is uh scores and odds that I use and it shows you, you know, percentages of the public and stuff. I probably use that the most.
0: Okay. And it's a, it's a
1: free app. So, if anybody wants to wants to look at it and stuff, it's, you know, they usually update it and I think you can get um updates, you know, on games that you're 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 trying to look for and stuff like that. But, you know, I use I use various websites and and see where the public is.
0: Awesome. I love that. I tried that uh I tried that with uh, with some success in NFL Um, but I I also did try it last year, but just like I, I did it all wrong and uh, my sample Mm. size wasn't big enough. And I don't know if the data was trustworthy. So I'll definitely be giving Mm -hmm. that app a crack. Thanks for that. All right, let's move on to number five, Kansas at number 10, Baylor, Daddy bets. What are you seeing in this one?
1: Um, I'm probably going to be leaning Baylor in this game. I mean, I'm, and I'm I'm not really a big uh, you know personally I'm not really a big away team you know better I mm-hmm. you, you know usually if if you if you are looking at my bets if you do go on the uh, bet stamp and look at my previous bets I'm usually for the home teams you know and it, usually if it's if it's a spot I don't like for the home team I'm usually not going to be on the road team uh, eventually I'll take you know take a road team here and there but um you know Baylor Baylor's one of the best teams in the country I know they're ranked ten right now but they've had they lost uh they lost their big man. He's out for the season hmm. and I think uh I think uh one of their leading scorers Crier has been out. So they've been depleted by injuries the past few games. So but this is the same Baylor. This is pretty much the same Baylor team that's, you know, that won it all last year, that beat the beat the beat the Zags, so
0: okay. Excellent. Do you think uh you think they'll be favored by a couple points or you think it'll be pretty close to uh, to neutral?
1: Um I think they. Re- I think the the oddsmakers. I think they respect Baylor, so I think they'll be. They'll probably be like a, a. I think maybe three and a half, maybe four, if I had to. If I had to guess, but you know, sometimes they surprise you. Sometimes you know, I'll get to be Saturday. It'll be Baylor minus six and a half, and if it's if it's that high, I probably won't touch it. Gotcha. Okay.
0: All right, last game on Saturday, number one ranked Gonzaga heading into the number twenty-three ranked Saint Mary's. I'm guessing the Zags are going to be favored in this one. What uh, what's your thoughts on uh, on taking the home team here and betting against the number one ranked team in the nation?
1: Um, I love the Zags. They're a great they're a great basketball team. They're probably my they're probably my favorite team, and I honestly think they're gonna they're gonna win the national they're gonna win the national championship this year. They're going to win the okay. 20. They're just going to win it all. I think this is their year. Um But that game is tricky for me because there's a game tomorrow, which would be Thursday. Um They play San Francisco at home. So I'm going to be watching that game pretty closely. I think if San Francisco is able to get the Zags tomorrow, which I probably will be all over that game because I think San Fran will probably be, Plus maybe maybe eight seven and a half and I think I'll probably be leaning San Francisco in that game. and I I personally like San Francisco more than I like St Mary's as a team so okay it it really all de- it really all depends on that game if you know if Gonzaga is able to you know get out of there with the with a win or even a cover against San Francisco then maybe I will be on St Mary's because I, I I do feel like Gonzaga is going to lose one of those games. Games. It's just a matter of which
0: one. Okay, so it's go kind of go back to the zig or the zag. If they Mm -hmm. if they win, then you'll probably look for the zag. But you're hoping they get the loss out of the way for a good bounce back opportunity. Absolutely. Nice. I tell you what, let's head to our. So this is I did not mention this in the green room, but we have a, a signature segment here on It's a Lock podcast. Our lock of the week, Mac Daddy bets. I'm gonna play a sound bite. To give you some time to think through all the bets we just talked about to pick a lock of the week
1: i'll tell you what mm-hmm. i'll bet you the next three people i ask two of them will say that it looks like sugar all right how much hundred dollars two hundred dollars hey wait a second what are you doing you're not betting you know he's not supposed to bet come on jerry it's a lock kramer you've had this thing under control for almost three years now don't start again but it's a lock No.
0: Mag Daddy bets. First off, the most important question: Are you a Seinfeld fan?
1: I, I do like Seinfeld. Yes, I do. Oh, Who's not Max a Seinfeld. Seinfeld fan? I mean, jeez.
0: <laughs> oh my! You're speaking my language right now. All right, yeah. so we went over, I think, two bets on Thursday, and four games on Saturday. Now, granted, you know they don't really they don't have lines, but. Uh, I think you've got a good understanding of where the lines are likely mm-hmm. to shake out. So of those six games, Magdaddy Daddy Bets, are you prepared to give us and all of our loyal listeners your first lock of the week?
1: Yes. Uh, I, I will give my lock of the week and I, I think it'll be the Saturday game. I think, I think Tennessee will get Auburn. I think, I think they're going to be, um, they're going to be a slight, slight dog against Auburn. And I think the I think the public's going to ha- hammer Auburn. So I'll probably be all over Tennessee on saturday
0: excellent love it all right loyal listeners you heard it here first saturday auburn at tennessee hopefully tennessee getting a couple of points at home public's likely going to be all over auburn we're going to hammer tennessee and turn the lights out in vegas absolutely all right all right. So in closing, Mag Daddy Bets, we have a closeout segment called Diaper Dad Diaries. So I've got mm-hmm. one here lined up, but I guess I want to ask you: Do you have like any kid stories? Do you have any kids? I guess I didn't even ask this.
1: Yes, I, I have. I have two boys. Yep, twelve and six.
0: That's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. heck, man. do you, I guess you can either go first, or I can go first. You can think of one. If you've got a, if you've got a diaper dad diary, man, we'd love to hear it.
1: Um, you can go. <laughs> Fine. All it's right, trying
0: to put me on the spot here. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I didn't mean to do that. I'll I'll definitely no, take right. off right. uh take first. So I've got a, a he's about 19 months now. His name's Kramer. Um okay. he's he's a total hoot. Um and just just recently we uh he's starting to get into like some arts and crafts and mm-hmm. so I am like going to start filing a class action lawsuit against Crayola because <laughs> this is negligence on behalf of that company. So they make these little glue sticks. They're like little gel glue sticks in a tube that have, uh, you know, just loaded with glue that uh, is all sparkly. And so kids love it. Um, Mm -hmm. And they claim that it's washable. It's like nonstick, but it's somehow it's still glue. Anyway, Kramer loves these things. They sell tubes. They sell these little tubes like 40 in a pack. They're all sparkly. Kramer gets them out, squeezing them everywhere. Like this stuff gets everywhere everywhere it's like sand but somehow it's glue it's sticky it's getting like we're all sticking together we can't get rid of this stuff kramer like freaks out if you try and take it away from them so like mm-hmm. the cleanup is not easy either they claim it's like super all washable right. but it's somehow it sticks everywhere but somehow it yet still gets everywhere so like we have to change all of our clothes i have to like wipe down surfaces <laughs> that like the glue was never like how did how did the bathroom counter get sticky Like how did the Mm -hmm. closet door handle get sticky? Like I'm cleaning stuff for days over here. So Crayola like thought they had a great, you know, business idea with these little glue sticks for kids marketing targeted at kids. I'm not sure that should be legal. At the end of the day, this has like the house is a wreck and it's all due to Crayola's fault. So (laughs) dear, dear, like any like fathers or soon to be fathers don't, don't get the Don't glue even, tubes yep. that like shoot everywhere. Just completely avoid it. Stick with—they—they make these markers that uh, like only actually color on certain types of paper. And like if you color a wall or something, like nothing happens. It's like magic, and that is the go-to art, art and craft coloring, you know, device. It's not these glue sticks. So um, mm-hmm. that's what we've been dealing with over here in uh, in the Big Bet Brent household. Mag Daddy, bets got <laughs> um, anything for us? If not, uh, no big deal.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. Well, uh, I have a I have a six year old. His name's Carter, and uh, he's in first grade. And getting him up for getting him up for anything, especially school, is just is just terrible. You know, I I try to give him as much sleep as he can. You know, I usually give him like, you know, we're we're dads, so you know, I'm I'm not with I'm not with his mother. So when he when he is over my house and stuff like that, you know. Um, if he has to be at school at eight thirty i'm we're waking up at eight, you know what I mean, so I'm trying to get to as much sleep as I can. He's trying to get as much because he usually eats and eats breakfast in school, so so we don't have to get up and do the whole breakfast thing and like that but i I'll have his clothes you know already, and him just getting up for school is just impossible i end up having i usually change i usually change his clothes for him while he's sleeping <laughs> and then a lot of the times I'll even I'll even uh carry him to the car and he'll he'll be sleeping until we get out you know cuz I usually I usually drive him to school so he'll be in he'll be yeah. in the uh in the carpool lane and at school and he'll still be sleeping you know put the mask on him and then I'll finally like 10 minutes before I know they're going to come out and get him I usually wake him up so yeah that's uh yeah for all for all you parents out there it's definitely uh rough to get these kids ready for school especially when they're younger
0: Oh my god. It's so crazy, man. Like I feel like as parents like we cannot win. Cuz like for right? you, like your kid is like oversleeping and sleeping too much. But like mm-hmm. over here, we can't get this kid to like sleep through the night like for oh, anything. Wow. So wow. Uh, Yeah, that's that's tough. Dear loyal listeners, like if you have a child that sleeps normally, um yeah, I suggest you call the Guinness Book of World <laughs> <laughs> Records or a Ripley's Believe It or Not or something because um I don't, we don't think they exist.
1: <laughs> no, absolutely. Nope. <laughs> uh, all
0: right. Hey, Mac Daddy Bets. Why don't you tell us uh, one more time before we break for this episode, where can all of our loyal listeners find you? What, what are you up to nowadays? You mentioned the bet stamp and the Twitter. Give it, give us those, uh, give us those drops one more time.
1: Yeah. Well, um, on Twitter, I'm uh Mac Daddy bets 13 on Twitter. And then uh, at bet stamp, it's the same thing. Um, if you go on my Twitter, um, there's actually even a link for my bet stamp. Just go give me a follow, you get all my plays for free, you know um you see how much money I'm putting on it um you know if and if you're not familiar with units you know my my units start a thousand a thousand dollars per game usually, so a thousand dollars is one game if I have three thousand dollars on a game that I consider that three units, so those are the games I usually am really high on so and if if I get a number on that Tennessee game, you know, I'll probably be up a couple units on that for sure.
0: Nice. Excellent. Thank you so much for coming on, Mac Daddy Bets. We are going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more in general terms about sports betting, uh, general, you know, not so much like specific games, but just, you know, March Madness, conference tournaments, uh, basketball in general. So uh, stay tuned, loyal listeners, for season two, episode number 32. Thanks again, Mac Daddy Bets. We'll be right back. That'll do it for this week's episode. Thanks for tuning in. On behalf of Mad Money Mike, this is Big Bet Brent saying so long and see you next week.